Welcome to the Audio Tutor Podcast. Recording, mixing, and home studio fixings. It's great to have you on board. Mid-side processing. What is it? How does it happen? And why do we care? What's up guys, Tim here from Audio Tutor. Yesterday I wanna talk about mid-side processing and just kind of briefly break it down, kind of the basics, let's get started with mid-side processing. To start off with, I wanna start with a traditional stereo signal. What is a traditional stereo signal? Well, it comprises of a left channel, and a right channel, all right? So we have these two different channels. The things that you pan over to the left are gonna come out of the left channel and the left speaker, right? The things that you pan over to the right are gonna go down that right channel and out of the right speaker. The things that you pan in the middle are gonna evenly be distributed between the two, all right? So if it's absolutely even between the two, that's panned down the middle. Now, there's another way that we can split up the signals in a stereo signal, all right? We can actually split it instead of left and right, we can split it middle and side, all right? And the easiest way to think about mid-side is the the stuff that you pan down the middle, so say your kick drum, your bass, your snare drum, maybe your lead vocal, that's all panned down the middle. It's coming out evenly between the two speakers. That's your middle channel. The stuff that's panned out to the side, maybe you've got, you've got a guitar coming out over there. You've got a trumpet over there. You've also got echoes and reverbs. All those things are happening out to the sides, all right? They are not evenly distributed between the left and the right channel. So that is a, di a different way of thinking about stereo signal. The middle channel, the stuff that's mono down the middle, and the side channel, the stuff that's, that's coming out of one side more than the other side, alrighty? So how does your computer figure that out, all right? There's little algorithms, little clever monkeys in your computer that are figuring that out. The way they do that is we, we just talked about how there's the left channel and the right channel, and if something's coming out evenly, it's evenly distributed between the left and right, that's gonna be a mono signal that's coming out of the middle, all right? That's gonna sound like it's coming from in front of you, all right? So that is what your computer tells you is the middle channel, all right? If it's coming out not evenly, if it's coming out more from the left or more from the right, then that's gonna be part of the side channel. All right, so once again, an easy way to think of it is the middle channel is all the stuff that's mono, right? It's like down the middle, your kick, your snare drum, right? The bass, it's all down the middle. The things that are panned over to one side, or there's an echo, or there's like a helicopter going over your head, all of that stuff is your side channel, all right? Because it's different. The left and right channels are different, okay? Um, so why do we why do we need to know this? Why do we care? <laughs> so essentially the main reason for mid-side processing is usually nine times out of ten for clarity. Alright, we're looking for clarity in the mix. We often use it in mastering more than mixing, uh, but it can be used in mixing too, but it's usually for clarity. So I actually did an example uh, recently on the channel where I was talking about an EDM song. Traditionally with EDM, you often have this kick drum that's just thumping all the way through the song, right? Thump, thump. And you need it to be loud and aggressive and up front in your face, this loud, angry kick drum. So you might want to grab a compressor or a limiter. The only thing is you've worked maybe very hard, as I had in this mix, you've worked very hard to have reverbs and echoes and delicate, fluffy things happening in the side channel, right? Over to the sides in, in that kind of space. And if you just use a traditional, say, a limiter or compressor, that limiting 
on that kick drum, all right, is going to start affecting the reverbs and the echoes and those delicate things on the sides. So in this example that you can find on my channel, I actually split the signals so that I could really compress that kick drum, all right, the middle channel. I could really compress things, make them aggressive and upfront and really angry, all right? But that wasn't affecting my nice delicate things in the sides like echoes and reverbs and little distant things. So essentially it's for clarity. You often see it in EDM, heavy rock, metal, all that kind of stuff where there's a lot going on, but we want it to be clear. We want a lot of clarity. We need to be able to hear everything properly. So I hope that helped just kind of breaking it down. What, what is mid-side processing? Why, how, what's it for? Um, so I hope that helped. If you're interested in recording and mixing in the home studio, I actually have a, a new updated version of my recommendations guide. Um, so it's microphones, it's cables, it's pop filters, speakers, all of that stuff. Give, it's all of my recommendations on an affordable budget uh, for the home studio. So check it out. It's an absolutely free ebook from me to you. Um, it, it's in a link in the description. Go check it out. Go click that. Enjoy it. Download it. Do all those things. And guys, 2020 has been a big old pain. But um, I'm, I'm very glad to see that we are on the tail end of it. We're slowly getting there. Um, and I'm really looking forward to 2021 and the amazing things that you're going to create in your home studios, um, the amazing mixes and recordings and songs and whatever that you're going to be making in, in the world and, and sharing out there and maybe sharing with me. Send it over. I'd love to hear it. Um, for now, guys, my name's Tim from Audio Tutor. Ciao.